Welcome to uh, part two of Envinate. Okay, last we talked about Berasakra. Now we're going to head down to the Canary Islands where we actually are right now. We are on the island of Tenerife. Um, we are in my hotel room. Unfortunately, it's not the sexiest place to be conducting a interview, but uh, I'm sure you guys can can stomach it, and then we'll go have some dinner. All right. So, with that. Um, Canary Islands, what a wild place. I have so much I want to ask you, so much I want to talk about. Um, but let's discuss very quickly how many islands are there, where are we exactly. So for people who don't know where the Canary Islands are, how many islands are involved, we can start big and zoom back in. Okay, Canary Islands is, 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 from, is, a, is, is from a Spanish country. It's, it's, it's from Spain. It's a Spain country. Um, but it's, in, it's near, in, it's in the north of Africa, northwest, is near Morocco, more or less, mm -hmm. and there are seven islands that were conquered by the Spanish people in the six, between the 15th and the 16th century, and also was helped, helped with the Portuguese people. So in some islands, like in Tenerife, where we are right now, we have Spanish influence and also Portuguese influence. Mm -hmm. That's very important to, to, to know. And in Canary, Canary Islands, the, the weather is uh, it's a subtropical place, but the but we are influenced by the alicious winds that came from the north, and that uh, winds give the clouds, so that make like an Atlantic influence in the north uh, area of the islands, like Tenerife, La Palma, or La Gomera. Mm -hmm. Okay, so how many islands are there in total? Seven, seven. And what are they? Can you name them? Yes, uh, we have uh, La Gomera, El Hierro, La Palma, Tenerife, Las Palmas de Gran Canaria, Lanzarote, and Fuerteventura. Okay, you passed the test. Congratulations. Yes, that yes, was very yes. good. You I have, have the paper here. So. You must be a native <laughs> of Tenerife to know all this information, are you? Yes, I am from Tenerife. I am from Santa Cruz, that is in, in, in Tenerife. Yes. All right, so you mentioned there being an influence of of Atlantic, maybe a little bit cooler, a little bit rainier, a little more lush, and then in the south it's warmer, drier, more desert climate. Does that exist in Tenerife as well? Yes, yes, yes. And also one important thing, we have uh, the, the highest volcano, uh, that is 3,700 meters, so we have a different altitude, very different altitude in a, in a short space, so we can be we can have uh, vineyards at, uh, in the coast, and also we can have vineyards at 1,700 meters. So it's totally, totally different also that. Yeah, it's, I mean, staggering to be standing in some of these vineyards and to be so close to the ocean, yet perched up very, very high. Um, so let's talk about the island of Tenerife in, in general and um, where you make wine on that island. Okay, in, in Tenerife, uh, Mbinate right now is working in, in three different areas. Uh, both of the three areas are in the north of the, of the island. We start in Taganana, that is in the, in the northeast. We go then to La Rotava, that is in the north. And then we go to Santiago del Teide, that is on the, on the northwest. Taganana is close to the to the sea. It's between 50 meters up to 350 meters about the about the sea, and the vines are a blend of a lot of different varieties. It's important also that we never had phylloxera in Canary Islands, so we still everything is ungrafted, 
uh, we we have a lot of old vines. In Canary Islands, it's easy to see vines of 100 years old easily because we never had the the phylloxera, and we still have some vines that were cultivated like 300 years ago. So you can see the different styles. In Taganana, is Portuguese influence. If you want to see a place, you go. You have to go to Colares. It's similar to to Colares. Um, and then this is in, in Taganana. Then in La Rotava, we have um, a training system that was uh, also Portuguese influence. Um, so you you said the word Orotava. For someone who doesn't know what that word is, maybe talk about that before we dive in. Orotava, no, Orotava is like uh, is is the name of the of the valley. Eh? It's the name of the valley, Orotava. Yeah, Orotava. and it is a, a, a do, right? Yes, this is a is a do Orotava. Is a is a denomination de origen. Yes, yeah. it's, it's called Valle la Orotava, Orotava okay. Valley. And the Orotava Valley have different uh, towns, different mm -hmm. towns. That one is La Rotava, and also have Los Realejos, mm -hmm. that is another town. Uh, but this mm -hmm. inside of the of the same uh, Dio. Uh, La Rotava was uh, the most important thing. Also, was uh, the influence that they have with the Malvasia, mm -hmm. because the Malvasia that uh, was sold to the to the English market and also to United States in the 17th century. Yeah, uh, was very popular. The Canary Islands Malvasia. Um, was the training method uh, was braids 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 cordon trenzado is the braids oh the braids the braids right. that's correct the braids that is a system that is very is very spectacular the first time that 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 you see and it's the only place in the world that you can see that kind of training method that in Spanish we call cordon trenzado yeah so how long are some of these so basically you have these essentially these vines that are braided together and are contiguously connected. Some of them, how long are they? Uh, you can find easily, you can find normally it's between between 7 to 10 meters, 12, but you can sometimes find some so that they are almost uh, 15 meters. Yeah, so you can imagine this sprawling, and because the vines are so old, Yes. You know, they are almost like these giant braided tree trunks that just continue on for, as you said, some of them seven to ten meters before the next one takes over. Now, some of the purposes, it's it's a little bit of speculation as to why it was planted in this way instead of like a pergola system. But, you, you know, you can get, you can plant crops, you can plant potatoes underneath, as you were saying, Alfonso. Was that maybe one of the reasons why they were fashioned in such a way? The, the reason we think is the, because it's a training method that you can make a long pruning and the Malvasia that was planted in the 16th, 17th century, the Candiota Malvasia, needs a, a, a long pruning. So we think that that's how it was cultivated, cultivated like 400 years ago in that area. We, we have some hand pictures that we see all, all cordon trenzado so we think that is the traditional way that they still they still doing because we never had Losera, so for that reason they are still making that kind of, of training and, and and also uh, the, the people before in in his house mm -hmm. uh, have uh, wine and have uh, potatoes too or other cultivars and the the cordon trenzado you, you you can move the the plant for for plant in the middle of the of the vineyard yeah so you can actually plant Props, exactly. Perfect. All right, so um, you make wine in, in Orotava. What is kind of the major grape that we're dealing with 
En la rotaba, eh, we have eh, listán negro and listán blanco. That's okay. the, the, the most variety. Eh, we work eh, in, with three different vineyards. Two are in one area that is called La Perdoma, that before was called Migan. And in there we have uh, two plots. One is San Antonio, that is between uh, 350 and 450 meters about the sea. And the soil is volcanic, but have a little um, layer of clay on the surface mm -hmm. that gives more, more, more fruit and more structure to the to the to the wine. And then we have another one that is la we think is very special terroir that is La Banera, that is between uh, 500 and 650 meters above the sea. And there the so the soil is more poor, so it's it's on, it's more sandy and with the volcanic uh, soil, with the black volcanic soil that like basalto soil and that give uh, the roots are deeper for example than in San Antonio and give the wine more like a, the, the we say that is that the the mineral volcanic terroir that is very spicy mm -hmm. gives the the banera is a big expression of that of that uh, spicy that you can find in volcanic soils that maybe you can remember to the Enna maybe sometimes um, and this listan negro mostly there we have another plot that is in Los Realejos it's still in the Dio Rotava but it's a place that the ripe is very, very slowly, so there is only for the white varieties and it's planted with uh, Listan Blanco, with black volcanic soil. And it's at 600 meters, so we can have there a very vertical expression of Listan Blanco at the volcanic so soil of La Rotava. So people may not know the name Listan Blanco, but they might know a few of the synonyms of Listan Blanco, so maybe you can talk about that. Listan Blanco is the same variety as Palomino Fino in Andalusia. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's, it's a variety that uh, we think is 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 spreading around around Spain, uh, mostly of course in Andalusia and Jerez is the Palomino, and in Canary Islands is the we call it Tan Blanco. But the average age of the vines in La Rotava we have between eighty and one hundred twenty years old. So mm -hmm. we think that this Tan Blanco is nothing like the Palomino that we know in, in Andalusia. They are totally different for us, the the the, the flavor. Right, the intensity of concentration just yes. from old vines, amazing. Um, so, if it, where we're, I think we kind of honed in on Orotava, and, and I want to circle back around because for people who got the June shipments, um, it is a special cuvee, and actually haven't gotten it yet because it hasn't been bottled yet. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about that in a second, and that's uh, Listan Negro. Yes. Um, but we were kind of talking about the in, entire viticulture and your holdings as a whole. So you have basically holdings in Orotava Valley. You talked about a little bit about Taganan, and we're going to get back to that because that place is crazy, and you showed me that today. Um, yes. And then uh, Santiago de Santiago Teide. Santiago del Teide is in the northwest of the of the island, and is at one thousand from one thousand to one thousand two hundred meters above the sea. And it's Spanish influence, so the vines are in Gobelet, mm -hmm. and there we have Listan Prieto, that is the same as the Mission Grape or Pais in Chile, and also we have uh, there Listan Blanco, and a little of Tintilla. And uh, the typical that you can see there in the vines, uh, you see like a, a blend of 50% is red variety, Listan, Listan Prieto and Tintilla, and the other 50% is uh, Listan, Listan Blanco. It's a, kind of an amazing vineyard too, because it's it's 
you know, the area seems so much more different than the north part of the island. You know, it's, it seems a lot drier. You've got cactuses all over the place. Yes. You've got fruit trees all throughout the vineyard. Maybe you can talk about that site. Yes, that, that size uh, at 1,000 meters, of course, the, and within that is less Atlantic than, uh, for example, Taganana or La Rotava, because uh, we feel that more continental, the change of the temperature is, high, is, is higher than in the, in the other areas of Tenerife. Um, also, but for us, it's a very exciting place because uh, it's very easy to work without nothing in the vineyard, only we, we use one, one sulfur and the vine is protected because it's a very healthy healthy place. We don't have anything of humidity, mm-hmm. but by the other way, we have to, to get the, the, the grape with shadow because the, the, the isolation of the sun is very high. Mm-hmm. So if you have the grapes with hydration, like we do in Taganana or La Rotava, uh, because there we have humidity, but in Santiago del Teide we are looking for the shadow to don't burn the skin of the of the grape. Listan mm-hmm. blanco and listan list prieto, the skin in Canary Island is not thick, it's thin, so it's very delicate. Is it a more intense sun in that vineyard too? Is the sun more intense or is it just how how delicate the grape is? No, it's more intense. Yeah. It's more intense. So it's both? both. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. Both, both things, yes. Yeah. It's a very healthy, very healthy place there. All right, and your winery is, is fairly close. It's in yes, Santiago, no? Uh, our winery is in Santiago del, del Teide. was the, the cooperative of the town. Uh, closed five years ago, and now we, we recover that. And also we recover the, the trying to recover the vineyards and working with, with growers because nobody make wines in Santiago del Teide. We are the only one right now. And we think it's a very exciting place. Uh, it's very funny because the, the first time in the 2009 we were looking for that area because we think it's very good. And the Listan Prieto, that is the mission, the people say there that was not a good variety because it didn't have a high color and has high acidity and was a low alcohol. And that's what we, are, we were looking for. So something that nobody wanted, that's what we were looking for. And now we're very happy with that. We're mm-hmm. happy with that. the wine is called Benje, that it means uh, Pico Viejo, that is another volcano that is uh, next to the data. Yeah, and I, you know, when I, I spoke to, I, I should probably take a moment to talk about uh, Jose Pastor. So Jose Pastor is, is the importer for um, Envinate, and, you know, I, I first had his wines this, this year, and he told me that you were making a Listan Prieto and from the Mission Grape, and I was so interested to try that because I've maybe only had a few examples in California, and what we tasted um, in the vineyard and in the cellar, excuse me, uh, blew me away. His wines are very, very special, so um, exciting. And maybe you can talk about the character because it, it seems like with all the reds, um, especially on Tenerife, like there is this black pepper spicy element to all of them. Um, yes, you can smell it in the air. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but it's just it's very very true across different grape varietals and different places um, on the island. That's true. Uh, Tenerife is volcanic island, so we think that that's a spicy that that you think uh, you feel in all the wines. Mm-hmm. We think in La Rotava is more expression of that uh, spicy. Sure. Um, then Taganana and in the less in, in Santiago del Teide. Santiago del Teide. Maybe sometimes uh, we think remember you that that sometimes could remember like like agame, mm-hmm. sometimes, 
the 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 more like the fruity that they have in the in the with the Listan Prieto. Um, and we think that is the less Atlantic wine and is like more continental. We have we feel there more the 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 fruit the the fruit. But that's true that in Santiago Ortega we are working to understand the different soils that we, that we have and different areas that we are working. Uh, also, the soil is more sandy texture in, mm -hmm. in Santiago Ortega, um, and we think uh, we are very excited in Santiago because we think we are thinking we are learning about the soils, the, the soil in there, and in the future we think it's going to be a very nice project. So with Listan Prieto and Listan Negro, the, the predominant red grapes um, on Tenerife, is the vinification the same as in Ribera Sacra? Do you do things different, similar? Okay, the, for us the vinification, we don't have any recipe because we think, uh, we, we think that we must to walk the vineyard, feel the vintage and see how, how it's working the, the, the vineyard during the year. And then we, we see how 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 work. But for example, in Rivera Sacra, uh, we work with the mostly with a hundred percent with the stems from nineteen to hundred percent. We think Amencia is a variety that doesn't have a, a, a high acidity, so we think that the working with the stems can can keep the, the the fresh and allows you to have a good a fresh wine and elegant wine working with the stems in Rivera Sacra. It, it is really an interesting phenomenon because technically. When you work with stems, the pH actually gets higher and the acidity is lower because the potassium leaches out acidity. But the impression on the palate is is one of very freshness and and all the elements that you associate with higher acidity. So, yeah. Yes, but when uh, right now we study enology and now we do the opposite that we what that you see in the, in the, in the, in the what that is in the books. But that's true. But that's true that they, they teach you that, but that's if you are going to pump, you are going to break the stems, mm -hmm. so you have that bitter, you have that potassium. But if you work with very soft and you don't break and you don't work with machines, mm -hmm. you, you don't have to, to, to see that. To, you mm -hmm. don't have that bitter. Uh, when we were to run... We, so a gentle we, extraction will minimize the influence. Yes, of, of course. Of we, we, we made with food truten or by hands, mm -hmm. very, very handle, very, very soft to take care of, don't break the, the, the stems, of course. If you break that, you will have a very bitter and very, uh, very uh, structured and not, not good wine. Well, I'm a huge fan of whole clusters, so I salute you, gentlemen. Yes, for All right. So, um, with that, so let's pop over to Taganon, because we're dealing with mostly field blends here, right? Yes. Uh, this is a very special place. I've actually never been in a place where I've stood from the top and seeing this 70 degree pitch with terrace vineyards, we're talking, this basically is a cliff. And I said to Roberto, I said, I don't know how you work this vineyard. Just looking down on it, he says, he says to me, this is easy. Some of the vineyards I have to get to by horse, at least this one's close to the road. So I've, I've never actually heard someone saying they have to get to a vineyard by horseback, but let's talk about Tagana. Yes, Taganan is a is a place uh, is is a place that uh, we think is is where it still is working like four hundred years ago. Is the we say is the Jurassic Park, <laughs> um, and the, the the plots that we see you can see like thirteen to twenty different varieties in the same plot. We think that the people before made the wines in the vineyard and they made the blend really in the vineyard, mm -hmm. so they they have. 
some plots are like uh, 50% white, 50 red, some areas have more white. Um, the bodies of uh, were were from from came from Madeira mostly from mm -hmm. Portuguese. So we have like uh, Gual, that is Boal, we have bodies like Marmajuelo, Vicarego Blanco, Malvasia, Verdejo, Alvillo, of course Listan Blanco also. White. White Vijariego and the reds we have mostly uh, Listan Negro and Negramol. Negramol is a variety that is planted also in Tenerife and in La Palma, but it's a variety that is more in the near near to the coast. To the coast. For example, Margalagua is a cube that have uh, that have a lot of uh, Negramol. We think it's the most uh, fine or elegant variety. But also we, we have other, other local varieties as uh, Rey Bijariego, Baboso, Tintilla, Estangacho. Estangacho is a grape, it's only, only in Tagana in, in this moment in the world. Yeah, and so it's you're, walking, grape. you're walking through this vineyard, and I, I use the term walking loosely because you're basically trying not to fall off the side of the cliff as you're walking through the vineyards. But you're walking through it and you see so just a vine here and it's one grape and a vine here and it's another grape and a vine here. Let's talk about the training system. I mean, that I, it's kind of like a sprawl. Like, how would you describe it? We, we, we describe free system, like a free system. Mm -hmm. But uh, we have been learning that they are looking for the, like we, we, we call here margullir, that is that from one vine you make another one. We don't have phylloxera, so if you have uh, a space that is not any vine, mm -hmm. from one mother vine you can uh, Deep from in the soil and make a new plant. Mm -hmm. So this is the, the 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 kind of training system they are trying to spread around the surface, and also uh, to to keep the vigor. They live in the in the soil, mm -hmm. and when the the grape start to to grow, uh, we we rinse with the orchids. How do you say? You see the uh, we we stand up oh, there. Oh, those little little yes. stakes. Yes. Okay, so picture like the kickstand on your Schwinn bicycle, and this mm -hmm. is like basically at an angle holding up the vines for aeration purposes? Yes, that's for aeration, yes, because here in Taganana we have humidity, we have the clouds that issues winds, so we need uh, looking for an aeration. Yeah, amazing, and so it, it's incredibly like staggeringly beautiful. In Taganon, and it attracts a lot of tourists. Yes, is is there a problem that you have with some of the tourists sometimes? Yes, we have uh, a Mogoje is just in a turn, and, and everyone stopped there to make the picture. And they used to before harvest, they used to eat the the, the grapes. So we put poison, poison, poison to <laughs> trying to to don't eat the grape, but it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's impossible. They always see. All right, and so maybe you can. I, those wines are are fantastic too, and I have to like mention because you have a, a few village bottlings, but the the Margalagua. Maybe you can talk about that specific site because that's their high end cuvee from Taganan and a very special place. Yes, Margalagua is a, is is a is, is a place, is a, a vineyard. Uh, Margalagua means mother of the water. Mm -hmm. That's the meaning of Margalagua. So uh, within. Uh, it's, it's, it's very special, the, 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 the soil, the terrace, because there are all terrace, there are not the terrace like, like you see now. Very, mm -hmm. um, and the soil is, we call uh, Tosca Roja, that is like a red, 
red volcanic uh, rocks. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, it's not iron. From the beginning, we thought that the, that kind of soil was going to give us a, a, a structured wine with a lot of tannins, and what's the opposite? We see that hmm. it's more silky ton, silky, silky tannins. Do you think that has to do with how friable it is? It's so soft and breaks away almost like sand. Yes, and also one important thing is that in Taganana, uh, people used to work uh, without herbicides, so the soils are very alive. You, you walk and you feel that, that they, 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 they move by hand. Um, and that's for us is very, very, very important, how they, uh, they have been working the soils during a lot of, a lot of years. Mm -hmm. That's very important. So Margalawa, we think, is a is a is a plot is facing to the north. It's very influenced with the uh, with, with the winds and also with the with the sea. Um, it's uh, have the, the the Tosca Roja uh, is you, you can feel in the in the wine. So we change it the, the the more or less how we we do the the Margalawa because we think that each each year we're learning a lot about the about the, the plot and, and the vineyard. And in the 2015, we start to work with the Covinificate, like with the 10% of the white variety that mm -hmm. is in the in the in the blend. Margalawa most more or less is like a 55 is red and 45 is white varieties, what is in the original blend. But we only work like 10%, 10-12%, and we work uh, Margalawa 100% with the stems, food treated, and we don't uh, cool. You just go free. Free the temperature mm. can go to 32 uh, degrees, and we make long maceration. We call long maceration like uh, 30 days to 45 days. It depends the years, of course. And very soft uh, pump over, uh, like maybe sometimes once per two days or maybe three days. Of course, in the in the alcoholic fermentation, we try to make uh, some small uh, pump over to give a uh, aeration to uh, allow the yeast to to finish the the, the alcoholic fermentation. Um, and then we we keep the the, the wine in, in barrels and we don't rack and we don't use food only before bottling. Mm -hmm. So why don't you control the temperature? What's the thought behind that? Because uh, at, the, at the we used to we used to control the temperature when we think that the wine can give uh, some mm, too much tannins or too much structure. In that kind of soils, we used to control the temperature, but in a in a plot like Margalawa, we we know now we're starting learning, and we feel that the tannins are very silky. So we are we don't we are not afraid to have a high temperature because we know that that tannins is going to be good. For example, another plot in Taganana that is called Chavarria, mm -hmm. we think if that we go to 30 degrees, it will be very very huge and very fat wine because yes. it have a lot of uh, tannins, heavy tannins. For example, uh, when we taste in Listan Prieto in, in Santiago Teide, sure. you remember Masca was more structured. Yes. So we feel that Masca uh, needs less temperature. That's what we feel. That's how we are learning right now with that kind of, of plots. Yeah, and I think that's an overall thing to talk about that you've mentioned to me is you've, I think since really the 2014 vintage, you feel like you've started to hit your stride and figure out your vineyards a lot better. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. We think that in, in for example, in Rivera Sacra, we starting to understand the the, 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 the starting to starting understand uh, from 2014 in Rivera Sacra in Tenerife in Taganana, we, we see in, two, in 2015 we we start to understand more the the, the terroir of, of Taganana, starting to understand mm -hmm. each year. 
And we say that this is uh, something very important when you work with that kind of pines that they are very old. It's not only the variety, it's not only the soil, it's not only if it's not ungrafted, it's uh, very important things, the culture and the people that is behind that and how they have been working during centuries. That's very important. And if you if you study the history, you understand more. That's now we are we are for us it's very important talking with like the people who is working with seventy two years uh, or seventy five years old because that person is they are going to die and they are and what he knows is not in, they are not in the books. We don't know how to handle, for example, the cordon trenzado in La Rotava. That's not in the books. Right. In Taganana, no. So it's very important talking with people, old people that have been doing that and see how his grandfather working and now what is going on. For us, that's very important. And when you talk with the people more, you understand more the, the terroirs. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. You know, and Jose uh, and I had this conversation. Like, you would think that someone would kill to have a parcel like um, Marcelagua and Taganan in general, which you're the only... This is important. You're the only winery who works with Taganon, right? That whole area. Yes. There's no other winery, and you wonder why you would, why no one would want to. But then at the same time, you look at how hard it is to work, and and there's your answer right there. It's like I think a lot of people were too scared to think it's too difficult to work that land. So, is is that the experience you ran into when other producers that you talked to? Yes. Yes. Other producers say that that's very. That is very difficult. Don't don't complicate. Yeah. They say don't complicate. Right. So, but we think that uh, when we saw that plot and we saw that we could work there, we must do it. But getting back to the family, so I mean, we're talking about an area that's basically you know they own these lands, but they were making wine for basically home consumption, right? Yes. These families have been very helpful to you and still help you out, and it's it's. A very interesting community and very um, encouraging, edifying. Yes, in Taganana we started uh, with one grower, uh, Jose Angel, and now uh, we work with the 95% of the growers. And unfortunately, there are some growers that have died, and, they, and, and we are buying the, the lands, the, 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 the vineyards, or we rent the vineyards, because now the new generation of the sun doesn't want to work in the the vineyard mm-hmm. and now we're trying to recover that kind of vineyards and trying to don't get lost that mm-hmm. that for us and, and uh, agriculture in Spain uh, unfortunately is not good looking working in the in agriculture now it's changing uh, we think but it's, it's important for us to try to keep that and learning from the people that is still alive and have the culture yeah all right so let's get back to Oratava really quickly and talk about Listan Negro. So you touched on it before, but let's talk about it again. You mentioned there were two major parcels for Listan Negro in Oratava. And again, this is going to be June's shipment, which will ship in the fall. And we did a very, very special cuvee together. So let's talk about the two parcels first, and then we'll zoom in on Habanera. Okay, we have the uh, one in San Antonio. The soil have the, the a little uh, clay clay on the on the on the surface. And that gives more like more more fruit. Uh, that's the one we used to work without the stems, mm-hmm. trying to have a good tannins. Um, and it's like a more wide uh, wine. Um, and then the and it's between uh, three hundred fifty meters up to four hundred fifty. And the other one that is higher in altitude is the is um, 
la habanera, la habanera, eh, is a plot that we get in love when we when we saw the 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 growers is is little is very friend of us, um, and we are very excited with that with that uh, plot with both of them but with the habanera because we seen that it's a, a vineyard that have a lot of uh, personality. Um, and have the minerality, the spice is a very elegant way how to to see that. Uh, that. Okay, so um, when you talked about elevation, how high are we when we're in La Banera? Uh, we were from uh, 500 to 650 meters, more or less, more or less. Okay, so yeah, so for the, the home game, that's like roughly 1,800 plus feet above sea level. Yet the, the it's, it's one of the highest... Uh, plots in that area, in La Perdoma, is a, one of the highest. If you go higher, you have the clouds and you it's not allowed to ride there. How does that influence the wine, having that slight elevation? Uh, more fresh, more fresh wine mm -hmm. and a more uh, vertical wine. So, um, how, at, at that elevation, how close are you to the ocean? How far away? Uh, we think like... A, in a, if we make a, a straight line, like a, maybe two kilometers. Two kilometers. Maybe think, I don't know. But but, yeah, no, I, I think so too. I mean, yes, literally, yes. you're standing in the vineyards at high elevation, looking down on the on the ocean, and it's amazingly beautiful. So uh, La Banera was a wine that absolutely blew me away in the cellar when we tried it. So you can you can you talk about your thoughts about how that that vineyard has translated into the expression of wine what how you think that wine is important within the portfolio uh, we think we we have been working in in la rotava since uh, 2008 and we think that the 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 expression of the lavanera is the, the the minerality the volcanic the spicy is there is 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 very high expression of that and by the other way, it's very elegant and very long finish wine that you will always uh, remember that that is spicy. Mm -hmm. So we think it's, it's a very interesting terroir. Uh, we are very excited with this. Um, we, we are very very happy. Yes, and it's, <laughs> it's of course difficult to talk. So we this is never uh, you've never bottled this wine separately no, before. No, or, no, no. It's just, and it's, it's the first year you've working with it, the yeah. 2016 vintage. Yes, before um, I worked in a cellar in La Rotava, now I, 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 I quit since 2016, so for that reason, Envinati never made wine in La Rotava, but now I am not involved in that cellar, so we start to work with growers that uh, were friends of us, and with plots that we that we know how, how working, and we, we knew the terroir, the terroir, the terroir. Um, and we... We always wanted to make a, a wine in La Banera, and we have uh, clear where it came from, the, the wine. It's, it's really special, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that wine didn't age 15, 20 years comfortably. So. Yes, of course. For example, San Antonio, we think it's a, it's a plot that is another kind of terroir, another kind of expression with more fruit, but we think uh, La Banera is, uh, is going to age very, very nice. And the soil in La Banera is different than... Have a little, little clay. Mm -hmm. Little clay and the roots are not deeper. But for example, San Antonio, the vines are like 120 years. In La Banera, is between 90 or 100 years old. Wow, incredible stuff. Yes. Okay, and that was that braided yes, training yes. system we talked about. How does you say that in Spanish again? Cordon, Cordon trenzado. Cordon trenzado. Okay, so 
Lastly, as we kind of look at um, the area, if I'm visiting Tenerife, first of all, I want to go surfing on some of those beaches. They're like really beautiful. But there was one restaurant where we had dinner last night, and I, th I feel like we should talk about it. It's a very yeah, important it restaurant for the island and a great place to visit and eat. Yes, it's a family restaurant. There are a, a Rincón de Juan Carlos, is the name, it's in Los Gigantes. And it's the two brothers, Juan Carlos and Jonathan, and also is uh, his mother there. And the the wife the wife of the both, both guy Raquel and Maria Jose they, they they work in like sommelier in the, in, the, in the restaurant. It's a very small restaurant, and they have been working for a long time. And there's people that uh, we, we are very friend and we are very happy. They they are keep working and they love what they what they do. I think we we finished yesterday at uh, 4 a.m. Can we say that? <laughs> we can say that. Yes, and we yes. and we finished with them in the kitchen talking about the. The, the food and they want to improve, 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 and it's, 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 it's amazing the, the passion that they have of that and the humility, humility yes. that, they, that they have. Um, and we think they are going to be very, very good, uh, very good. Right now it's excellent, but we think, we think it's going to grow, grow because they are humility and a lot of passion. And where are we going to eat tonight, my friend? Tonight we're going to eat to the, my, my father's restaurant. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the Santa Cruz. Amazon Castellano um, and was uh, my father started in 1975. It's one of the oldest restaurants here. And traditional food is uh, with good food. Good food. Yes. And the potatoes here are particularly epic. Yes. We had some today. The potatoes is, is one of the dish that uh, that if you come to Canary Islands, of course, you must to to eat the. The potatoes that we call uh, papas arrugadas uh -huh. and the mojo that we have red and green mojos. The one that we have today wasn't the but was not very so good. But describe no, that no. sauce. So you, it's basically like a, a round like potato that you you dip into the sauce. What is that sauce like? The sauce uh, is uh, influenced Portuguese and I have a pepper, red mm -hmm. pepper, with the the red one and with vinegar, salt. Mm -hmm. And uh, oil and a little of, of of garlic, but not too much. And it depends the the, the place. Uh, you can find more more spicy, less spicy. So yeah, it's because some people put uh, almond too. Also almonds, more. almonds, and sometimes cheese. Also oh, sometimes like cheese. like a uh, cheap cheese. Yeah. No, <laughs> el queso el fuerte como el very curado. Curado, el italiano cómo se dice? Parmigiano. Eh? Parmigiano. Sí, like, sí, como like parmigiano, you say? Oh, like, like parmesan. Like, so like parmesan. Yes, yeah. yes, but little yes to, to, to... Yeah. Well, you'll have to send me a recipe because I need that back home. Of course. And now, now we're going... the potatoes also because I need your potatoes, yes. not my own. The potatoes, uh, all that kind of potatoes only grows in in Canary in Canary Islands. They call papas antiguas or black potatoes also. And they are very, very special. So, uh, in Galicia, the potatoes are... Good, are very good. I think it's the best in in, Spain, in, in mainland Spain. Um, lastly, what pairing with the Lista Negro, so the La Venera Cuvée, what would you pair with that wine? Uh, I, I think that the, the, the wines from, from Canary Islands, we think, that is, they are very spicy, and I think that is very interesting with like Asian food, like with spicy food mm. also, and also with food like with, with vinegar that sometimes is very... Uh, difficult to pair a wine with a food that has vinegar, mm -hmm. so so we think that that that's very uh, very fantastic. But with uh, with Asian food, is we think is it, it works very good. Great, 
Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. I'm getting hungry right now. I want to go to dinner. I want to check out your father's place. And okay. uh, we have one last night in Tenerife to to hang out together before I fly off to uh, home. But uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, and, and thank you for making such great wine, and we will be in touch, my friend. Thank you, you, to come in here and to see what we are we are doing. We, are, we, are, we, are, we love people that work with passion like you and come here. And it's very interesting in what we are doing. We, we love that and we appreciate that. And we think uh, it's a very good job that you are making. Well, thank you. And thank you very much for your busy prayer. All, all I want to do is babysit for your daughter, Alfonso, because she's the <laughs> sweetest girl I've ever met on earth. Okay? Can we make that happen next time? Ah. <laughs> now, now you will meet my son. They are totally different. <laughs> oh, Ugo. All right. Ugo. Off. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.